no, 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 everybody norm over here and you got to check this young guy out it's eric steckel this guy plays his butt off and i hope that you uh listen and learn and this guy is up and coming you're gonna love this guy this guy can really play eric steckel Norm over here with the Norm's Rare Guitars podcast, and I've got young Mr. Eric Steckel, and this guy can play his butt off, and I'm so proud to have him here. Reminds me of uh, another good friend of mine, Joe Bonamassa, that I knew at a very young age, and uh, Eric is from Philly, and uh, I'm from Philly, Lemo is from Philly, so... It's uh, keeping it in the family. Hey, that was yeah. pretty good. You know, you you got that lick I taught you very well. That I got last it down. lick, you know, uh, you know, I thought in the beginning I thought maybe you were a little slow, but man, you really picked it up real quick. All right, quick, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, I'm I'm a fast learner, I guess. You know, there I'm you go. Learning from the best here. Just so. kidding. You know, I mean. Norm couldn't play his way out of a paper box, but uh, <laughs> but I know great guitar players when I hear them, and Eric Steckel is one of them. Thank you very much. I and that. Eric is from Philly, and yep. my buddy Michael Lemo said, man, he remembers you when you were a little kid. That was so cool when I walked in, and he greeted me at the door and was like, man, I saw you when you were like eight, nine years old, and it's just, it's like what a full circle, small world moment. There it is. Well, you know, everything seems to wind up. All the guitar players, somehow or other, we've been very fortunate to get all the great players coming into Norm's Rare Guitars. I'm so thankful, and uh, I'm proud to have you in here. And you uh, you were discovered by a buddy of mine, John Mayall. Mm -hmm. That's right. So basically how that went was um, uh, I was in Florida. I was in Sarasota, Florida, and um, playing this gig, this blues festival down there. And I was the opening act. Right. And um, lucky for me, very lucky for me, John was the headliner, and he happened to get there while I was on stage playing. So my set was probably noon or twelve thirty, and he likes to get there early to get to get everything, kind of get the lay of the land, get his hotel yeah. passes and everything. So his tour bus pulls up, and I don't know this has happened. I'm on stage playing, and uh, the story goes, or the legend goes, that um, he says to his then uh, bluesbreaker guitarist, Buddy Whittington. Right. I know Buddy very well. Buddy's a great guy. Yeah, uh, amazing he's player. He's a, a extremely large fella. He's, but a, he's, he's a, a big he, boy. But he plays his ass off, right. and he is he can yeah. hold his own with just about exactly. anybody. He's a monster, monster Incredible player. I've known guy. Buddy for a long time. So he was with Buddy at the time, and he, uh, this story goes that he said to Buddy, hey, I'm going to go check out these guys playing right now. Because he couldn't see it was a kid. You know, he was just hearing right. from, you know. So he walks around to the front of the stage, and he sees this little kid up there with a huge, you know, full-size guitar playing the blues. And he was just like, what, what the hell? Is, what, what is, how is this possible? And he looks, uh, my dad was, of course, my manager then. I was a little kid. And uh-huh. he says, where's this kid's father? And he goes well, backstage. It sounds like Bonamassa, too. You very know, similar upbringing. You know, yeah. Very good, yeah. So he goes backstage and, and finds my dad. And this is all happening while I'm playing. 
And he basically says, I want to take your son on the road and I want to have him record some stuff with me. And he says, I, I, I like what I hear and I want, I want to mentor him. And I come off stage and my dad's just like, I have a surprise for you. John Mayall wants to take you on the road. Hey, and two weeks bad. later, there's a plane ticket in, in my email inbox. How long ago was this? Well, I was 12. It would have been like 2002. I recorded on his 2005 album, but I, I met him in 2002. Was Joey Whaley playing drum yes, with Yes, he was. Drums so okay, Hank so, Van Sickle, Joey yeah. Whaley, Buddy Whittington. Well, Joey Whaley and I were in a band together with Rick Vito wow. probably in the mid-'70s. So Joe and I are real close buddies. In okay. fact, we did a thing for the Midnight Mission with Joe Bonamassa oh. and all these guys and uh, Dave Amato from Mario Speedwagon yeah. and loads of people and, uh, and Rick and Joe and everybody. Wow. Wow. And Joey Whaley was Okay, drums great, for great. It, you know, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, so it's, uh, we're pretty incestuous it's here. All, yeah, it's very, it's, it's very connected. It really is very connected. And it was cool because at this point in my life, in my career, I was just, I mean, I was 12 years old. I was just playing places in Philly, just playing local uh -huh. places in Philly. And then all of a sudden I turn around and I'm on a tour bus and I'm with John Mayall playing for five to 7,000 people in Stockholm or something. It's very like, great. it was one of those crazy you know, pinch, pinch me kind of moments. Very cool. And I still, I'm just now comprehending it, actually. And, and for all you people from Philly, you know, people from Philly, you know, they can't say L, so it's like Philly. <laughs> Is that right, Eric, or what? No, no, that's you know, true. I don't know I've what heard that's that. all about. No, I've, know, heard, I've heard that. I, I don't have a thick accent. I moved around a lot. So oh, I, I lived there till I was 14 and then moved to the South and Nashville and in L.A. and back. So I have kind of have this sort of bland vanilla accent, but I know people that have lived and grown up in Philly and they lived there their whole life, there's a thick accent for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I recognize it, but uh, mm. I, he's trying to lose it here, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I am. So let I me am. ask you a question. So you mm. played on Mayall's 2005 album? Yeah, it's called Road Dogs. And uh, that was still, that was right before he changed the band. So that was still Buddy and Joe and Hank. Uh, and then I was called in as the guest, like, lead guitarist on Very that record. Very cool. You and Buddy together, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we actually, there's a song called Chaos in the Neighborhood that Buddy and I actually played on together. Uh -huh. And we recorded it up in Calabasas. The place isn't there anymore. It was called American Recording in Academy or something, and it's not there anymore. It's like a uh -huh. massage parlor or something. But Well, that happens. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, real estate property is very expensive here. You got to yeah. go with whatever's going to pay the bills. So, exactly. you know, we had uh, in our little center here, we have a massage parlor. One time we had a pot store, and I remember Tom Petty, you know, he came and he says, man, you guys got it all. You got a pot store, yeah. a massage parlor, never have to Norm's leave. Rare Guitars. You know, he said it's like, you know, Nirvana. It's like Mecca. Right here. Yeah, right. This is it. Amazing. So very cool. Yeah, yeah. And you played on a lot of other people's records as well, right? Well, I, it's it's um, I do session work. I mean, I have done uh, I did a lot of cool session work over the years for television and stuff. Um, but I've also supported a lot of great artists. Um, I've had the pleasure to open for Johnny Winter three times in three different countries. Very cool. Uh, worked with um, open for Greg Ullman a bunch of times. Uh, Steve Vai was cool. BB uh, King. I opened for BB King uh, twice, and both were in New Jersey. Um, they was at the Princeton, uh, one was like Princeton and one was in Trenton. Um, and it was cool. And, um, it was just great to meet all these guys at such a young age. Yeah. Well, you um, know, BB must've been a great, you know, judge of young players. Cause I mean, right. Joe at a very young age exactly. was in with BB exactly. as well. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, so all these guys, I know a lot of these people that yeah. you've played with, and it's really cool. I mean, you've thank had you, quite a you. career, and you. you're still a young man, and you got a long way to go, and That's, you're yeah. playing your butt off and all that kind of stuff. Thank you, thank so, you. So, and you've traveled, you've been all over the world, right? Yeah, I've done 28 countries so far. Um, and uh, How many countries are there? Man, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, a lot of countries. Man. How many? Yeah, 29. 29. I got one more left. Yeah. Oh, there you go. No, it's been great, man. I've gotten to see the world doing this, and um, and it's been it's been just an amazing um, it's been amazing life and career. Because how else would I have been able to see that much of the world? And not only it's so one quickly. thing. Yeah, and it's one thing to go to a country as a tourist or something and be un unwanted, kind of. But to be invited to play festivals and clubs in people's towns and cities, it's it's an amazing thing. Right. Um, so, and then the spring tour coming up in Europe is going to be, we're going to do another 10, 15 countries on, on top of these. So, it's really so cool. So, of, of all the gigs that you've done, what was like, if you had to pick like one or oh, two wow. favorites, you know, wow. I mean, that really kind of stick in your mind that you really like? Uh, well, I did a, I recently played the Rory Gallagher Tribute Festival in Ireland. Really? And that was cool. Cool. Not that it was the, I mean, it was a big festival. It was several thousand, but it wasn't the biggest thing I've done. But it was one of the coolest I've done because the people are so into it. I mean, it's it's just so, the, the fans are so knowledgeable about Rory and just the blues and rock and metal uh -huh. in general. That was a highlight. Um, I just love playing in Italy, too. I mean, I just love the, yep. the just the beauty of that country. Italy and, is killer. Oh, and, man. you know, do you know Kirk Fletcher at all? You know, yes, Kirk we is share, a good buddy of mine. we share the same, we have the same Australian agent. Oh, okay. Um, so Kirk and I, and also we know each other from the Sugar Mill and, and locally, right. too. So, yeah. Amazing. By the way, the Maui Sugar Mill is like the cool local blues gig. Yeah. Monday nights, my buddy, Cadillac Zach, um, you know, if anybody is in town uh, on a Monday night, you're bound to hear somebody really good. And right. Eric just played there and killed it. And, uh, you know, and where else did you play? We did uh, the Saturday. We did Pasadena. Sunday, we did Long Beach. And then we always do the Monday in uh, Tarzana here at the Sugar Mill. Good so, to triple it up. So you it's get always the, the Cadillac. One Zach day after next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cadillac Zach is the guy. Yeah. He's uh, he's keeping the blues alive down here. Almost single-handedly, really. I mean, he is? as far as promotion goes, yep. Uh, everybody who's everybody has played there, uh, big or small, it doesn't matter. As long as they're good, they work there. You know? I've seen a lot of people there, and I know a lot of people that play there, and um, it's just one of those places that's tiny, oh, very yeah. intimate, but yeah. it's a good sounding room, and yeah. you're get to know the artist in fact you're almost uh yeah uh, intimate know, the, to it to a level that i've never i've never played a stage smaller than the sugar mill in my life yeah. i mean it's 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 barely i mean my the, my headstock is hitting the symbol i mean it's like it's very intimate but yeah. for the fans it's it's a treat yeah because you're right there i mean yeah. we did a thing one time with joe and richie sambora there right and it was pretty cool i mean you know we i mean there was people waiting out the door i mean you know yeah. you got to you know depending on who's playing you got to make sure you get there early oh, and yeah, you get it's uh set up what, 100 people? Or, I yeah. mean, it's very small, you yeah. know? Yeah. So uh, Zach is definitely doing it. I love that place. Mm -hmm. And tell us, uh, you know, you, you're you uh, an endorsee for Nags Guitars. Yeah, so um, basically I was I was playing strats, and I, and I was like a pre-CBS strat junkie for most of my career, and, you know, a bunch of pedals and Fender amps, you know, kind of the real typical Stevie Ray Vaughan kind of approach. Sure. And then... Um, there was a shift that happened sort of in, in, in my life and my career, and I just said, you know what, I want to simplify. I want to use no effects. I want to have a lower noise floor. I want to have a high-gain sound, but I want to get it from the amp. I want to use humbuckers. I cool. want to have a thick tone. I want to have a more modern tone. And a friend of mine came to my house with his nags and just one that he bought, and he puts it in a stand and goes into the house or something, and I 
grab it and play a few licks. And I was like, man, this thing's incredible. So, and I didn't know Joe Nags then. So I actually just went out and bought one, you know, uh, I'm not one of those, I'm not too pushy with endorsements. I don't call people, Hey man, give me an endorsement. You know, I like it to be organic. Yeah. So I just bought one. And then, um, two days after owning the guitar, I put up one Facebook video and Joe Nags saw it and called me and said, not only do we want to endorse you, we want to make a signature model for you. Because they have Very one for cool. Steve Stevens, Doug Rappaport, and Larry Mitchell, all great players. And so then this particular guitar, um, the reason why this has nothing on the truss rod cover was because this is the prototype that Joe Nags built for me, mailed it to me, said, play it, see if you like it. If you like it, we'll go use this as your model, and we'll continue with it. And I loved it, and I never sent it back. Very and, cool. Um, now we have the model, the Eric Steckel model. It's been out for a year. Well, it sounds great, and uh, of course, you know, everybody's got to play what they're comfortable with. I like the fact that you're going direct, and it's not 20 pedals and all that. You Thank know, you. I mean, it's Thank you. Uh, it's not a disguise sound. It's a natural sound. I don't like processed guitar tones. Uh, I like gain because yeah. I play it like what I call blues metal, so it's heavy. It's got to be heavy, but I don't like that really really processed uh, rack sounding guitar tone. I like a real simple tone and not only the simplicity of it, but it's quality of life too, because what's, what's really going to fail here? You know what I mean? The guitar is yep. going to work. The amp's going to turn on. It's true. Sound check is 10 minutes. So there you go. Keeping it simple, simple. and keeping it real. Exactly. So, uh, Eric, I really appreciate you doing this. It's um, you, it's our honor to have you, and uh, I know we're going to be hearing all kinds of great stuff about you, and uh, everybody loves you, and everybody's <laughs> talking about you, and uh, it's you. Eric Steckel here um, at the Norm's Red Guitars podcast, and it will be seen on the All Guitar Network, and um, you know, so if you want to actually see the video of it, you can see it at the All Guitar Network. Um, that's going to come like maybe shortly after we put the podcast up first. So one thing hopefully is going to, you know, lead into the next. And I hope people are watching all of it and sign up for the podcast, sign up for the All Guitar Network. And I hope that maybe when you're out on the road, if you're doing some stuff, you can maybe get back to us, send us some content. And Absolutely. we'll be glad to put it up and, and let you know or let people know what you're doing. You can give us cool. your tools tour schedule, mm -hmm. your new records, when you have new records coming awesome. out, any new Eric Steckel news, um, you know, we'll be happy Perfect. to kind of promote in any way that we can. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's great having a relationship with you. Thank you, buddy. Hey, I man. really appreciate it. A great family, young yeah. man, part of the family. And this guy is playing his butt off. Um, he's going to take us out with a little bit more of this plan. Yep. So Eric, burn it up, buddy. Hey, Eric Steckel right here at the Norm's <laughs> Red Guitars Podcast. Way to go, buddy. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. Please give us a good rating or else. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much.